episode of Let's Think On It comes from an excerpt from O Brother Radio with Will Lockamy, Reed Lockamy, and Dr. Mark Westfall. Well, we're hanging out with Dr. Mark Westfall, talking about the psychology of politics. So much to talk about. Um, and a lot of it disturbing to me a little bit you know especially the group thing we talked about earlier about how you can get someone to lie based on just wanting to go along with the group feeling the need right what now so well you know i was thinking a little bit more about that dopamine surge and people that listened to the last segment might be thinking well why does our brain reward ourselves for making that decision how how does that you know yeah how we survived on emotion shouldn't we have been surviving on rational thought well emotion is much quicker um, and so uh, what happens is it keeps us from having to think. And so essentially you go, your, your actions are based on a lot of previous actions, which is where exactly where I was going. Um, when we make decisions as we go through life, our brain puts a little bit of breadcrumbs for us. Yeah. So we don't have to know the way back to that decision we kind of go there by gut or emotion yeah. um, and that the, the breadcrumb so to speak is dopamine okay so when you uh, when you uh, encounter something pleasurable uh, your brain gives you a dopamine surge and it sears that memory in your emotional circuits and our emotional circuits are deeper in our brain they're much more rapid circuits and um, we, we can respond without really thinking. So we can save our thinking for other things. So, for example, let's just say that you, um, someone familiar walks into the room. You have an immediate, maybe even you don't quite remember exactly who they are, but you have an immediate kind of emotion about them. Yeah. It's important for you to remember how you felt about that person because if it was a positive interaction, then that is someone you can let close to you without risk of harm. Whereas if it's someone you had a negative reaction to, then you'll remember that. Don't get too close to them. Because you don't want to be harmed. And so it's kind of a survival thing. Yeah. Um, and you want that to be instantaneous. You don't want to have to sit down and think, now, wait a minute, it was 1926 when yeah. I, it was a Thursday. You don't want to go through all the data that's in your brain to remember exactly why you do or don't like that person. You go with your with your memory, which is emotionally based. And so people over time who had... I mean, as a species, over time, the more we did that, those people tended to survive longer and voila. Well, I, I think, you know, if you look at, if you go with evolution, well, it would yeah. be that um, every species does this. Yeah. Um, and we've only recently acquired this ability to think about how we feel <laughs> and analyze. So essentially, we're just now breaking free from what other animals just go on instinct. It has worked for species over time, but it's funny because I find myself on a pretty regular basis having to say to someone, I'm sorry, the thing I said or did earlier, I was I was having this emotion, and now that I've thought about it, let me rectify it. Right. We yeah. have that ability. Because we've, we've gotten above the ability yeah. to, mm, interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, our, our core brain essentially is, um, if you look at it from a um, histological, biological standpoint, much older in its development than the cortex yeah. um, and so um, uh, and that's where our emotions are housed now you know there's an extraordinarily complex 
uh, overlap. It's not like we have our emotions in the middle and our thoughts on the outside and, and in two different spheres. It's more like uh, kind of like a, a symphony and uh, different parts of the brain, and, and it all plays at the same time. And you can't yeah. really separate out one group from the other. It all comes together to make one decision. But but we are seeing that parts of the symphony, you know, are, are have a more a bigger role in some decisions than other parts of the symphony. Yeah. Um, so, but it's just fascinating. But the dopamine surge. So back to that. I think what happens if you think about it when you're, and this is not, I'm not reading anything scientifically. This is just my kind of interpretation of these results about when you select the the um, uh, when you underrate the contradiction in your own party's candidate. We talked about that mm-hmm. last time. Um, if you think about what your brain would have to do if to reconcile that your person that you've chosen or the party that you've chosen over time to follow in order to to acknowledge that this is a hugely contradictory statement you have to stop and reanalyze what you've been thinking or doing for years yeah well that's a pretty uh challenging thought and it's much easier for your brain to try to rationalize away how these statements are they're not quite as incongruent as, as they seem and you give them a benefit of the doubt of what they were saying and so it, it's just more in keeping with this long longitudinal process you've been in the way you've been thinking it's not as it's not as emotionally challenging to accept the disparity and feels so better not to have it to feels better yourself. not to have to confront yourself yeah. so exactly so and, and that's what dope means about it it has rewarded you all along throughout the years when you've made this decision and so now to go against that would be really difficult. So yeah. when you reconcile it, your dopamine says, oh, okay, good job. You, it, now it fits into the rest of your model you had for this person. You don't have to challenge the way you've been thinking for, for the yeah. last number of years. It's just easier. And we all do it. We all rationalize. When someone close to us makes an error, we, we, we can find a reason to explain it away as opposed to someone that's a total stranger making the same error. Yeah, That's just how we operate. That's how we keep the people closest to us close. We we rationalize how how it's okay. And I wonder if that'll now play into you know perhaps the Republican establishment starting to fall in line. I mean, for obviously for other reasons they would fall in line behind Trump. But at this point, he is the candidate for they're their party. Definitely going to be, and and so exactly, I think they're going to emotionally yeah. fall behind him, and and it'll be they'll be connected to him. They're not. I mean, because they've it is. The survival of their party yeah. at this point. And ironically, this is why I'm also pretty sure that this is was Trump's plan was to ruin the Republican Party by being a complete lunatic. And man, how awesome would that be? If, I almost want to see the dude become president just so we can see on the day of inauguration if he's not like, all right, everybody, here was what I've been doing. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> only because I hate the, part, the two-party system so much. And I hate the fact that people people feel that they need to align with this one set of, you know, yeah, right. it drives me insane. So I love the fact, and I, I would also love it if it was happening to the Democrats. I love the fact that they're at this like, whoa, what, <laughs> what do, do we, we do, do now? <laughs> and the thing is like, are they honestly, I mean, you already have a large number of them coming out and saying, no, we are not going to support. Although, them. you know, now Paul Ryan has well, met the, with him. And he's softening. Them, but yeah. he's the one. I'm telling you, there are a lot of holdouts that are, clearly saying like no we're not yeah. going to do this so you have republican leaders saying 
not supporting the Republican candidate. Yeah. That's a very interesting thing. And, it is. And Paul Ryan is going to have egg all over his face. Right. Because he's going to have to eventually... Don't forget, he was Mitt Romney's running mate. Mitt Romney is the guy still now trying to come up with a third-party candidate for this whole deal. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, and, and holding these press conferences, saying all this stuff. So, I don't know. I think they're going to... Some of them will very begrudgingly do it and back him and then regret it the entire time and then have to come back and explain later. Like, well, we didn't really yeah. like him. We just had to say that. I wonder if they're like going to go the way of the Whig party. I mean, it's not like we, you know, we've had parties in the past that have just disappeared. I mean, it's hard to imagine how the Republican Party survives this, honestly, on a lot of, with rational-minded people. I, well, it is fascinating. How are they going to explain I, this? I, I think that, yeah, I don't know. Like I said earlier, I mean, I, I think it's inching closer and closer towards a division and yeah. maybe a th- some third entity or a split entity coming up, yeah. uh, you know, t- rising to the Libertarian to the people. Libertarian. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's take a quick break. To listen to Dr. Mark Westfall live, check out O Brother Radio on Birmingham Mountain Radio, 107.3 FM in Birmingham, 97.5 in Tuscaloosa, at bhammountainradio.com or on the free BMR app. Join in with your questions and comments on Twitter at Lockamy Brothers. <laughs> 